welcome back to another episode of This Brown Girl's Guide to Succeeding in Grad School. So today, as promised, I was originally going to talk about something else, but as promised in um, one of my Instagram reels, um, I think a series of experiences of time management came up for me in the month of February, which gave me a really nice opportunity to talk a little bit about that and realize that that is probably um, more important than some other stuff that I could talk about. So with all of that said, this episode, episode 10, is going to be all about just kind of like time management and more than time, mostly boundaries, if anything. And I think there's a kind of a difference between them. And it took me a lot to sort of think about what I want to talk about in this episode, because I think, you know, there's so many takes on boundary setting and, and what it means and how to do it. Um, and there's like different cases for, you know, boundary setting with like, opportunities versus your thesis stuff versus your advisor versus like you know there's different layers to it and so it is going to be a little hard for me to cover all of it but um i'm excited to talk about this today and kind of have the space to to say a little bit about how i've learned to navigate boundaries in grad school so i think um i've you know for the last year or so started to really place boundaries in my life and i would say for the first two i'm sorry a grad school life and for the first two years i would say i really struggled to do that so i started out taking on many different projects um not really knowing if i was even going to be a lead author or an author at all at, and most of the time an author at all um or if, you know what was really going to benefit me and i think often that feels like a very selfish thing and so our tendency is to sort of act like you know and like show up not even act but to like show up like we want to give back um because boundary setting has a negative connotation to it so we'd rather not ask what is in it for me right and i think um what i realized that is often maybe subtle is that opportunities when they come along they feel sort of like rare like oh my goodness this is a you know chance i have to build this model or write this social theory or be on this paper with someone or give this talk or impress my advisor or you know whatever but what we often forget or or i don't feel like i've been told enough is opportunities will always come and if you do your work and you're really good at what you do they will definitely come so i think that um you know here there are basically a few things i've boiled this episode down to um regarding the power of setting boundaries so the first thing i sort of want to bring up here is boundaries are a good thing <laughs> um the word boundary has such a negative connotation to it and um it is sort of when i think of like if we actually pause for a moment right and i say set a boundary or boundaries or your boundaries or anything related to that what comes up in your mind for me what comes up is i'm being arrogant um, I'm being egotistical, uh, self-centered, um, unnecessary, um, you know, just like possessive, too possessive of my time. There are a lot of words that and feelings that come up for me when I think of the word boundary. And that's for a lot of reasons, right? We, we can't go into that today, but there are a lot of reasons why all of us, and there's a, there's a general societal wave of negativity around the word boundaries. And that could be generational, that can be uh, field to field, like meaning like academia versus industry versus something else. That could just be your own personal thing around it. So 
I also think some people think of boundaries as it's like stopping you, like a wall of achieving something. Like I am missing opportunities or I am, you know, um, not showing up for my community, something like that. But what I would argue is that boundaries are your way of showing up for your community, your work, your thesis, your master's degree or your PhD, whichever it is. And boundaries are actually, for me, a recovery, a restoration, a bounce back, um, an energy boost and a connecting point rather than a wall. By setting, by setting boundaries, I find that I'm able to bring my best self to the table. I'm able to connect with those more presently when I, when I have the opportunity and when I commit to showing up to something. Previously, when I didn't have boundaries, I would commit to so many things and I wasn't present. I was so tired. I was so jaded that I would show up to meetings and sometimes tune out because I just was like, okay, I just have to be here. But is that how we want to move through our work and through our world? And I had to check myself on that and be like, hey, like, what are the projects you really care about? You really want to be involved in? And more importantly, what are the projects that really push what you're trying to achieve forward? And for me, that meant isolating and like, not isolating, but getting rid of or closing or putting a bow on or closing the door or withdrawing from certain things. So I pulled out of several projects that were either irrelevant or more importantly, that I felt like my time and my boundaries and me as a scientist were not very valued. The second part of this is that boundaries are personal. So they're gonna look different for you. They're gonna look different for me. They're gonna look different for everyone. And you may realize you need to set them around like conferences or your advisor or time in the lab or your living situation or having a, you know, emotional support animal or something or just like friends. Um, or maybe resentment is a thing like there's other feelings that come up. OK, I'm feeling resentment towards my advisor right now or resentment in um, this, you know, collaborative project right now. And those are also really good indicators that you should have created that you can and should create a boundary um, moving forward. Um, so I think that it's important that these situations will kind of look different for everyone. The next thing I want to add is that it's never too late to set a boundary. Often the way that we learn that we need to set one is when we didn't set one in the first place, right? And then we gotta learn and we're like, oops, I, you know, I should have I should have set one. And that's okay. And that doesn't mean that, you know, now that you've sort of created a trend in a project or a trend with your, you know, um, advisor, that you have to sort of keep that going. Not at all. In fact, I would say that speaking up about that, and you don't have to be like, you know, announce it to the whole world, but being very conscious with yourself that you can show up better for you and therefore for your community is a really important mindset change in being able to give yourself permission to say, okay, I need to add a boundary here or, oh, I didn't add a boundary. Oh, looks like a boundary might help me. Okay. The fourth thing I kind of want to bring up here is that boundaries are not easy. Um, I personally have tendencies to be not necessarily a people pleaser, but I want to show some people sometimes for certain things that like, I can do it, you know, like I'm really smart or I can do it or 
And I think that, you know, some people like we're there's like spectrums of people pleasing, but regardless, we all have some of it where we, we want to, you know, show up in the world and not cause conflict all the time. So when people ask us to do something, we often feel the, the, um, tendency to say yes. And I'm speaking very generally. I could be very wrong about some of you listening to this episode right now, but that's just my general, um, you know, half ignorant take on that. But my point is not to generalize, it's to, to give an example that we often almost feel like we have to say yes. And especially in spaces of academia, where there is a lot of, you know, volunteer work that happens to bring to, to drive the community, whether that's, um, set, you know, like DEI organizations on campus or just organizations in general, or like all of that is volunteer work, peer reviewing papers, reviewing, you know, manuscripts in journals. There's all kinds of, of volunteer work in grad school. And I think therefore there might be a tendency of like, lowering our own value of our own time and so this is kind of my me taking the chance to say no is an option as well and when you start to set boundaries um there could be this tendency to feel conflicted i personally do because people don't celebrate your boundaries they're not like woo you know how to value your time often it's like oh like oh you can't do this anymore oh i thought you said this i thought you meant this i thought you were this so setting boundaries can feel very conflicting and um maybe kind of uncomfortable and honestly doesn't leave you feeling like a shining star at the end of the day and frankly i'm speaking for myself i mean i don't think i felt like people were applauding me for setting them but a year later, I am absolutely applauding myself. And the people that I have committed to working for absolutely know that I will do everything to make a project succeed holistically. And those people have my back and I have the projects back and they know that I'm highly competent because I centered my attention on the things that I knew and committed to showing up for. So I think... I want to leave this point number four with just a sense that people are, people may be used to a sense of predictability. And when you start to switch things up on them, sure, it can disrupt their own schedules. But I think it's really important to ask yourself, what is going to help you stay healthily running for the long term? If you think about a train, right? And a train is a coal fire train and this train's going and you're putting kind of like, you know, low quality coal into it because that's just what you have the time for right now. You're not really checking on it. You're like, whatever, it's easy access. Keep the train going. Is the train going to keep going? Yeah, for sure. But at some point it's either it's engine system's going to break down. It's going to get rusty. Um, it's going to, you know, have be weak just for the fact that you're putting low quality coal in there. And at some point it might end up breaking down. And so I think my take is it's important that even if you feel like you're disrupting other people or other people's schedules to set those boundaries, ask yourself if your intention is to benefit your own well-being so that you can better show up for your own self and your community and your research, then, you know, you might just be doing the right thing. Okay. Um, another part of this is like, some people feel like sometimes they have to over communicate their boundaries like okay i've set them okay i'm suddenly changing things up on people like i need to you know declare this kind of to the whole world i think that there are many ways to set boundaries without 
having to be super vocal about it. For instance, you can have an auto uh, reply in your email that says, I check email, or not even auto reply, like a thing below your signature that says, I check my email once a day, um, and I'll get back to you when I can, or that kind of thing, or I check my email every one to two days, and blah, 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 um, or thank you for your email, I'm out of town, if this is time sensitive, let me know. So you can do email stuff like that. You can turn your phone on, do not disturb, and this is outside of academia, but if there are people who are texting you for things, and you know, they're welcome to see that your phone is on silent. You're welcome to tell people in your lab, hey, um, you know, usually you won't hear from me from this time until 11 a.m., but you'll hear from me after, um, whichever. So if you feel like telling people, you can say that in your lab or something like that. Um, it's, it's just that it's not owed to anyone, and I think you should kind of, we should navigate it the way that makes sense for the people we care about the relationships we're trying to foster what information do you need for those people to know how to work with you on your boundary is kind of how i would go about that okay and finally i think my last point you know is we there's that statement of like treat other people the way you want to be treated you know i think another way to flip that sentence is we teach people how to treat us. So if you see an inbox, an email come in through your inbox, right? And your colleague is like, I got a quick question for you or something. Are you responding right away? Do you immediately go to check it? Do you immediately go click on it and write back immediately? If you respond right away, that's totally fine. But if you do that constantly and people start to learn this about you, they could start to expect only that from you. So I think it's really important to have some self-restraint and scheduling in terms of when you want to respond to things. Um, and that's not to say, okay, I'm going to deliberately wait. Somebody really needs something. I'm going to wait for three hours just so that I, you know, don't ever give. No, of course you can respond right away. If, you, if you've read it and you know it's time sensitive and you have the time, all good. But it's just important to remember that we can teach people how to treat us based on how we move through our own boundaries. So it's empowering to make those decisions and stick to them and then it also allows people to understand how you treat yourself and therefore how you wish to be treated and really how they will treat you and um i think like those are kind of some of my biggest points there because at the end of the day um boundary setting i think is complex and multi-layered um so i hope some of this helps i think there's one thing that occurs to me from my experience over the last month is sometimes you have to set boundaries uh, multiple times with people. And I want you to know that like, even though that's not comfortable or fun, uh, sometimes it might be necessary. And I've had situations where I've, I've definitely had to set a boundary maybe two, sometimes three times with the same group or same people. There's two things that may, that comes to my mind here. One is maybe that's not the best group for you to be working with. So it's good to consider and reconsider projects and teams and commitments. Do it, um, you know, obviously sooner than later so that if you're too far along in a project, you know, maybe you would have a harder time having to leave it. But also just know that, you know, you you can also decide how often you're willing to declare those to the same groups of people and at which point it makes sense maybe for you to, um, you know, figure out the projects and commitments that actually inspire and fuel you versus sort of 
force you to have to repeat something again and again. So I think the tendency is maybe for people to be like, oh, it's okay if you have to repeat those boundaries again and again. And I think for sure, if you feel like it's okay, it's okay. But I think it's also important here to, for, for me in my case, noticing that I had to repeat something three times to a team um, made me realize that, you know, there was definitely negligence there. And it was important for me to consider that in my decisions moving forward. So I'd love to know what other people's experiences are with setting boundaries. And this can be for time. This can be for food. This can be for emails. This can be for childcare. This can be for family time. There's all kinds of reasons we need to set boundaries in our lives. And grad school is a very, you know, um, just like, um, what is the word? Like, um, it's just very amorphous right? We don't have some exact, like, you must be here at this time. You must do that at this time. You get to determine that. And there's a double-edged sword there where that's complicated, right? We don't always know how to use our time very well. So I think hopefully some of this helps and provides some reflection. But I love the emails, the questions I get over email. And I hope that this is a chance for us to talk a little bit about what is your experience with setting boundaries in grad school? So with all of that said, I hope that this helped today. Um, I'm really excited to have put those points together. So I just hope that they mean something to you. And if they don't and you wished I talk, talked about something else, email me. If they do and you loved them, email me. Um, and I look forward to um, folks listening to this episode because I think boundaries are really important. So good luck on your boundary setting and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of This Brown Girl's Guide. To follow us, please find us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts with the same title. You are also welcome to email us with questions and ideas at thisbrowng3, the number three, at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.